Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Electric vehicles have taken huge strides in recent years, doing a lot to close the gap on internal combustion engines. But EVs still lag in one major category, infrastructure. It's chicken and egg. A lot of people aren't going to want to buy an EV till they know they can fuel it somewhere. And investors are going to be a little hesitant to install EV charging stations until they know they're going to have a market for it. Will a new government program help move the needle on widespread EV use? I'm Brian Fisher, and this is The Daily J. Late last summer, I did an episode on the Daily J on whether or not EVs have caught up to gas-powered vehicles in terms of practicality. And the answer I got was yes, but with one caveat. While the cars have become just as good, if not better, the infrastructure just wasn't there yet. That is a problem the federal government looks to address with its new National Electric Vehicle Infrastructure Formula Program, or NEVI for short. But what will NEVI do? In the bipartisan infrastructure bill that was passed uh, in late 2021, they set aside $7.5 billion in funding to expand electric vehicle charging infrastructure across the United States. And that program now, you know, as it's been formalized, is, is what you referred to as the NEVI program, the National Electric Vehicle Infrastructure Program. Now that they put together the kind of rules and procedures around it. You know, they are starting, They actually several months ago, they started taking applications for the, uh, the grants and loans that are part of that program and, uh, and are, I believe, going to, if not already, they will be shortly starting to disburse that, some of that money, build out and expand public charging infrastructure across the United States. That was Sam Abu El Samid, a principal analyst for Guidehouse Insights. Nevi will be distributing up to $1 billion through 2026 to expand EV charging infrastructure across the U.S., with $110 million being granted to Michigan. And while the program is finally moving, the bill was passed in 2021. So what took so long for its feet to finally get off the ground? Well, as, as usual, uh, you know, when you have programs like this, uh, you know, the, the law that initially sets aside the funding and has some basic criteria does not contain all of the details. And so, you know, whatever agency is going to be responsible for dispersing that that funding then, you know, has to go and write out the the more detailed rules, how the money, how you apply for the money, what, you know, what the requirements are to get the money, uh, all of this stuff, and then distribute those rules, publish those rules so that anybody that wants uh, to apply, can then go through the application process. Then it takes a while for, for those applications to be evaluated, and then they send out the checks. So, it, you know, these things never go particularly quickly. Regardless of how long it took to address infrastructure, it is getting addressed. But will it move the needle on EV's path to catching gas-powered cars? 
Sam seems to think so. Um, certainly in terms of the infrastructure, it should definitely move the needle. So there's there's $7.5 billion that are available from this program, and that should be enough to deploy about another 500,000 chargers across the United States. So just for reference as to where we are today, the Department of Energy has a website called the Alternative Fuels Data Center, where you can, uh, one of the things on there is locating alternative fuel stations. Uh, so you can find natural gas stations, biodiesel, ethanol, hydrogen, liquid, liquefied natural gas, and EVs. And looking at that site right now, looking at uh, public EV charging stations, there are currently about 50,600 locations with about just shy of 130,000 charging ports available. So this funding will add another 500,000 to that. So we're looking at about four times, about 400% more chargers than what we have today, public chargers. Aside from trying to close the gap, there are other reasons why the addition of more charging stations is so vital. And that's because EVs have gotten very popular. And as WWJ's Auto Beat reporter Jeff Gilbert explains, We're reaching a point of time where there's a critical mass in the arrival of new electric vehicle entry. So the next couple of years, we're going to see a lot more EV products getting on the road. So we're speeding up the process, but still it's not a process that's going to happen overnight. But... You know, we're we're at the point now where there are enough electric vehicles that it's straining the infrastructure we have. So it's chicken and egg. A lot of people aren't going to want to buy an EV till they know they can fuel it somewhere. And private investors are going to be a little hesitant to install EV charging stations until they know they're going to have a market for it. Currently, most of the charging stations in the U.S. are in more densely populated areas making it hard to build an electric vehicle customer base in more rural areas. That is another area of focus with Nevi, though, to spread charging stations to underserved communities. Here's Jeff again. It's one step in a several-mile journey, but they're going to build a lot of chargers. And what the government can do here is they can build those chargers in places that may not necessarily be commercially viable. A commercial company who can make money off of them is going to put EV charging stations in in places that are going to be popular. But we also need them in rural places when you're going up north. We need them in the inner city where there may not be as much of an incentive to put EV chargers. We, We need them in neighborhoods where people live in apartments and they can't necessarily charge in a garage at home like they've done before. That's the government's part of this. And then you've got companies like ChargePoint, Electrify America that that are pure EV charging companies that are putting chargers all over the place. All of this working together to put together more of an EV charging infrastructure. But, you know, we've got to catch up with a gasoline infrastructure that's been in place for more than a century. So where does Michigan stand in terms of EV infrastructure at this moment? Let's go back to Sam. Michigan has gotten a lot better over the last several years. I guess tend to have the most chargers where you have the highest population density. For example, if you look at the the map of Michigan on the Alternative Fuels Data Center, you'll find there's the highest population density in the state is in southeast Michigan, and, and that happens to be where there's the most charging stations. If you go up north, you go to the, the northern lower peninsula or or even worse into the upper peninsula, 
you'll find a lot fewer chargers. Part of that, you know, is based on the the business case. So one one of the goals here is to make sure that places like the Upper Peninsula uh, have support for public charging. Adding thousands of charging stations across the country will help make long-distance EV travel much easier. But quantity isn't the only focus. To receive some of Navi's money, quality of charging station is important too. One of the criteria for the Nevi funding is there are certain requirements uh, for charger reliability. If they do that correctly, that will actually help a lot because one of the challenges today with public charging, if you've driven an EV and go to a public charger, there's a decent chance that you'll get there and the charger is not working. And some networks are better than others. Tesla is, is generally considered the, the, the most reliable and EV goes generally pretty good. Electrify America is a little more problematic. Hopefully what this will do is, you know, we'll end up with a lot more chargers that are a lot more reliable so that when you go to a gas station today, you know, chances are, you know, it, it's pretty rare that you go to a gas pump and it's not functioning. Um, and that's, that's the experience we want to have with EVs. When talking about quality, Sam brought up something I hadn't even thought about, charging ports, mainly the shape of them. Another thing that this grant enforces to get some of its money is an adherence to a universal charger. Because as we all know, if companies are allowed to make their own unique charging cables that only work with their product, they'll do it. But Nevi says no to that. Any chargers that are paid for with these funds have to be open to everyone. They cannot be exclusive to any brand. There's also a requirement that any chargers that are paid for with this funding have to support what's known as the CCS charging standard, developed by the Society of Automotive Engineers, known as CCS for Combined Charging Standard. That's pretty much everybody else uses. That's the standard. It's an open standard that, that if you want to get NEVI funding, that's what you have to have on your chargers. Electric vehicles continue to catch up to traditional cars with internal combustion engines in both practicality and luxury. While the lacking infrastructure seems to be a bit of a bump in the road for EVs, NEVI aims to patch it. Thanks to Jeff Gilbert and Sam Abuel Samid for lending their expertise to this episode. And as always, this episode wouldn't be possible without WWJ's digital team. Check out WWJNewsRadio.com for the top local news stories on demand 24-7. Make sure you don't miss out on new episodes of The Daily J by subscribing using the Odyssey app or get it wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Brian Fisher, and this is The Daily J. Thanks for listening. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 
The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. It's that time of year. Cash the ticket. Jim Costa with Mike Valeni. We shift the focus from football to college hoops, getting us ready for the tournament where we're going to break down all the matchups and have an eye on some future plays too. Search Cash the Ticket on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.